Welcome everyone to another Ride Along with Jeff and Colleen. We Hello. Are, we are out in the throng of cars. Yeah. Not like there's that many. I mean, it's somewhat crowded, but not well, it's, not rush hour traffic crowded. Yep. Trust me, you don't know from crowded to you've driven my commute. So we thank you so much for listening to us discuss things. Mm-hmm. This time, we're going to discuss another adventure that we took not too long ago. Yeah. We went to the Seekerstrom Center and we heard some um, very nice singing and very nice symphony music. Yes. At the Center for the Performing Arts. Yes. And it was was featuring two very famous composers. Um, yes. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Mm -hmm. And Stephen Sondheim. And Stephen Sondheim. Yes. And what's interesting is they're both musical. I mean, they're, they're, they're known for their musical scores in musical plays and movies. Yes. And... I went because we need more culture in our life, and mm-hmm. but I knew that this is one that I wasn't going to be aware of a lot of what was going to be played. But I was actually surprised, because for some reason I thought Sondheim was more way back in the 40s or 50s <laughs> or something, but that's not true. It was more recent. Seventies uh, is when plays he was and, really and, and all that. Sixties, seventies, eighties. That's when he really hit his stride. So they began with the Sondheim songbook, songbook, mm-hmm. and it was it was interesting. They they had the classic musical theater singers that mm-hmm. were very very expressive with their face and it was almost like they were kind of in a play. They, they weren't just singing but they were also acting out what was going on. So, you know, it's very different. And, and yes, but I, I, you do understand the reason why? Because they're actually, they've all been on Broadway. In fact, one of them was a Tony winner. Okay. So that is exactly why they were as expressive as they were because they're trained for that. They're phenomenal singers, and they were tra- they're trained to be expressive and to kind of go a little over the top. You have to, because you have to be able to see what they're doing all the way in the back row. And the fact that we were as high up in the theater as we were, and that you were able to see what they were doing without much, you know, right, right, and just you didn't have to use binoculars to do it. It was very well done. Yeah, and this. This area where we were sitting, mm-hmm. uh, or, or this this place where we were at, they had a lot of different levels, um, and we were very fortunate. Your parents bought us tickets to Beautiful, um, uh, another play, and we were sitting on the floor. Pretty and close it to was, it, yeah. It was really nice seats. Yeah. These <laughs> were a little cheaper. And we were way up. Right. Up 
Well, yeah, and that's so. because, let's explain why. Because we chose to do a season, what they call technically half season. So we were able to pick four of the shows that they have throughout the, you know, performances that they have throughout the season to make up our season tickets. And we got them at a discounted price. And so being that we bought four of them, it was going to be more expensive than buying just one ticket. Yeah. So had we chosen to do just one item, it would have been, you know, we would have gotten better seats closer to, you know, the, the orchestra. But I got to tell you that even where we were sitting, we're right on the railing. So we're kind of up close. It unnerves me a little bit because we've got people walking near us that are not quite as steady on their feet. And it makes me nervous every time they try to walk past us because I'm worried someone's going to go topple over the balcony. Right. And we're up on the, what would be the what, fourth fourth floor, Yeah, essentially. Yeah. It's very high up. And it's, they're not bad seats because the design of no, the no, no, center no. is beautiful. It's absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Like a, it looks like a grand piano. It's beautiful. And they have great screens up there Amazing. that you can see. Yeah. They, the sound system yeah. is phenomenal. So it's really, really well done. And the reason why we did this is it's the Pacific Symphony. Right. Um, this happens to be the 30th anniversary of the conductor, Carl St. Clair, who's very good. And so we just decided we wanted more culture. And we we did we really liked going to see Seth MacFarlane last year at, at Christmas time. Um, and so we decided that there was an opportunity for us to do the season tickets this year, and we went ahead and did it. So, so what were the standouts for the Sondheim portion? Oh, Sondheim. Gosh. First of all, Sondheim is very unique in that he has a lot of cross melodies, meaning like some of the stuff will, there'll be two performers, and they're singing different words but it all blends together so do you remember the i'm getting i'm not getting married today that was my least favorite thing <laughs> that was up there with the barbara streisand jingle bells thing. sure i didn't like it it's a little too staccato a little too rapid pace yeah. for you because there's yeah. three singers at one point in time three of them all singing completely contra melodies and just very but it all fits and so i can appreciate the musical genius of that that's what I appreciate is musical okay. genius. All right. But, I mean, for me, Sondheim is, you know, my favorite Sondheim is Sweeney Todd. I know that sounds really crazy, but it is my favorite, musically speaking. They didn't do any, any Into the Woods, which I really would have liked to have seen them do, because Into the Woods is also a great Sondheim play. But they did some other ones that I didn't, I don't, I'm not familiar with the plays, but I knew the music. So, if that makes any sense... Like, I've heard the music before, and I've really appreciated it. So, I really I really like Sondheim. Sondheim is very, um, he's, he's very, well, Broadway, very, I yeah. can't explain him. And, and I, I didn't recognize all of them, but no, no, no. as they went through them, I went, oh, I've heard that when it's, I, right. the, the Ethel Merman song. Right. Um, that she's famous for. And I went, oh, okay, that was in that play. Okay, cool. Yes. Yes. But but I I have to be honest. When they got to the Sweeney Todd song, I went and we we saw the movie, and Al was like, "Yee, that was creepy well, and weird and I, bloody and well, all that." Okay, and, but to be fair, the movie is far bloodier than the play is going to be because a they're not going to do that on on right. a Broadway stage. B you had Tim Burton directing the movie with Johnny Depp, so. 
yeah, it was going to be very much more realistic, quote unquote, than what you'd see on the stage. So what I found interesting was that, like I said, I've seen the movie, mm-hmm. but when they performed that song, I oh. thought it was uh, not while I'm around. Yes, that is exactly the one that was performed. And it was a beautiful song. It's absolutely gorgeous. It didn't stick with me in the movie, but it stuck with me then. And it was about a week or so later, we were watching an episode of The Morning Show. Oh, yeah. In which they sang that same song in this scene that it was kind of a... It was this rich party to raise money for the theater district in... Uh, New yeah, York or something in this television show, mm-hmm. and they you could pay a thousand dollars, and the 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 piano player would play the accompaniment, and you could sing any Broadway song. Sure. And the head of the network that Jennifer Aniston works in in the show paid for this. Uh, Not while I'm around, and they sang this very uh, great version of it. And it meant a lot, especially to the uh, show and the what was going on in the story. So, anyway, it was um, it was really interesting uh, to see it performed and then see it in a show yes. later on. So the you know and and anyway, so were there any kind of standouts for that? I mean. Those are those are the big, big ones, I would say. Okay, so Andrew Lloyd Webber, Andrew Lloyd Webber, fan of the opera. I mean, mm-hmm. wow! You want to talk about amazing performances? Um, one of the vocalists, her name is Scarlett. I cannot think of her last name to save my life right now. But Scarlett is British, and she's very pretty. She's got an amazing soprano voice, and she did. They did Phantom of the Opera. They did the, you know, the actual song. And, oh, my goodness, she did this just spectacular, you know, singing. And and the gentleman that was singing the Phantom's part is the longest-running actor to play the Phantom mm-hmm. on yeah. Broadway. So his name is Hugh, and he was very, 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 very talented. Like, ridiculously talented. So, yeah, it was a really good opportunity to see that. And then I forget the other lady's name. For some reason, I'm drawing blanks on the third one's name. I should yeah, know she it. Was, she's she's really the Tony good. winner. Yeah, yeah. And she was phenomenal. She did. Um, she did the more sassy, what I would consider the more sassy, mm-hmm. where you have Scarlett doing the more operatic, and then Hugh was just—he was really good. Yeah. I mean, just spectacular. So and, and the symphony is very good. We've seen them before. We've seen them a number of times um, in the last few years. We've had people we've known who've given us tickets to it, including mm-hmm. my family, but other people as well. And the symphony is they're they're like I said they're very very good. Well, and I'm glad it's worth seeing. Yeah, and I, I'm glad that that we are supporting them because. You know, it's 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 sad that electronics are taking over real people playing real instruments. Right. And so we want to do what we can. Well, and uh, to and and to understand that, so. the symphony. This isn't their only job. Most of these people have other jobs. Mm-hmm. This is right. a side gig that they do because it's their passion. So 
Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yes. The the one major play that he uh, composed the theme and the score and all the music for, Jesus Christ Superstar, which in the household I grew up in, we were supposed to like. Right. You know, for, for many different reasons. And... The you know I don't know how to love him. I mean it's an okay song. Helen Reddy did it and and all yeah. this. And they sang. I they play they performed that, but then they also kind of worked it into kind of the ending um, of of it. They had a medley of, of a lot of different sure um, they did songs, and and I think that was really really well done. But I got to tell you, I remember watching later the Jesus Christ Superstar, and I, I despise it because it's, it's this musical where every word they don't perform any words; they sing everything, and it just drove me crazy. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you had a name which, for it, and I don't which know. Which amazes rock me. opera. I think. Yes, yeah. but it amazes me to no end that you who love music so much cannot stand musicals it literally blows my head off i can't i cannot understand how you don't love musical theater because you love music so much that's true and it literally just but but i i I just i don't like you know the 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 kind of rock and roll "Ah, i'm gonna go it's just weird it's just so so weird anyway so no, you just don't like musicals in general, and that's my point. Yeah, you love music, yeah. but you don't like musicals, no, and but, I but don't understand specifically that. Specifically, this kind of rock and roll singing of, you know, I don't know. So anyhow, anyway, but it was it was very nice, and and yeah, I'm glad that we got mean. the culture, and you know, I I got so mad because I I had my nice slacks on, and there were guys that were wearing blue jeans, and I wanted to write them up. I wanted to get right and right, give them a ticket. <laughs> yeah, we tend to dress to go to the theater because it's important to. I thought look that's just what relative. you do, but right, obviously exactly. some guys nope. didn't get the memo. Right, obviously. So anyway, so um, that was that, and we have some more, and we'll talk about those in the future. But uh, until next time, this is Jeff and Colleen saying, "See you later." Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.